0: Alrighty, fellows. fellas, before we get into this podcast episode, I just want to let you know about Anchor. It is a totally free platform and exactly how I get to record this podcast and host it to all of you. It has never, I repeat, never been easier to start a podcast. If you know me, I always try and promote creation and this is by far the easiest way to get that done. All you need is some sort of microphone or a recording device, your phone, AKA, and then you go over to Anchor and you could edit it right in there. Outside of it being free, I really liked Anchor because it distributes your podcast for you. So the second you put it on Anchor, it'll hit everything, everything immediately, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Google Play Store. Stitcher whatever it might be it goes to every single one of those hosting sites and you can make money off it right from the start with ads like this one so you can download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm that is anchor.fm to get started today for free ladies and gentlemen fellas 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 happy Tuesday welcome back to the channel where we do not have a seven game slate due to a cancellation in Boston we have a six game slate today and Monday was our best NBA day of the year everybody going off everybody that we had interest in whether it was on this video whether it was on towards the end of the day once we got more news that kind of changed the slate a decent amount, right? A game getting postponed yesterday, a lot of guys getting ruled out, but it was a very good slate. Whether it was the number one scorer on the slate, who was the cover boy yesterday, who was our top play not named Joel Embiid, right? Bradley Beal. Or if it was LaMelo Ball, who only scores eight points and had zero at halftime, but still goes off as the highest scorer. Get this. LaMelo Ball scored eight points. Gordon Hayward on his same team scored 34 points. And LaMelo Ball scored more DraftKings points. How is that possible? LaMelo Ball was picking up rebounds, 14 assists, multiple steals, a block towards the end of the game. Game, right you had Chris Bouchard start the second half for like the second straight game right now in terms of for Toronto 40 fantasy points right you had guys going off left and right Oladipo got there at the end Aaron Gordon somebody else that we had graded up pretty highly got there for 40 plus points it was a very good day on Monday and we're looking to run it back on is this the first six slate of the year I'm asking myself and now I'm asking all the people out there in the world listening to this on the airwaves yeah I think it might be if it's not the first six game slate might be the second and it wasn't supposed to be a six game slate because of the lack of back-to-backs we're having every single one of those smaller normally four to six to seven game size slates are now becoming eight to nine to ten game slates because the lack of back-to-backs and the lack of off days means a lot more teams are playing night in and night out instead of playing three times a a week which is normal in the nba in the past now you're playing five times a week so we are back and and yeah i I really do like six game slates they're perfect size in my opinion i'm excited for this they're easy to handle when it comes to news there's a lot of questionable marks today but you know we'll get that news we'll get through it we don't have to worry about double the amount of news coming out on these uh, massive 11 game slates that are normally on wednesdays i haven't even looked tomorrow morning i'll wait Up and fingers crossed that it's not an 11 game slate, but I'm sure it will be. But before we get into it, like, subscribe, do all of those things. The sponsor of this show is indeed Superdraft. I saw about seven people signed up yesterday for Superdraft. They give me these little reports, and I'm just like, hey, nice, thumbs up to all the people that signed up because I hope you're having a good time over there. If you're having a good time over there, if you're not signed up over on Superdraft, you should be, so you can have that good time over there. It is a multiplier format. We have projections that you can follow on down below over on Patreon and and on our 4 p.m. live streams that we do during the week for the NBA. We talk through some of the top Superdraft plays. Yesterday we were telling you how Maxi was one of the top Superdraft plays because he had a two X multiplier. Well, Sal, what does that mean? Well, super drafts some multiplier format. So for example, today, LeBron James has a one X multiplier. So if he scores 50 fantasy points, multiply that by one and he gets 50 super draft points, but, 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 and this is a big old booty. If you ended up seeing out there, that you had somebody like a Maxi yesterday, Tyrese Maxi was on the slate again today, but Ben Simmons is due back. So not as impressive of a play if that indeed pans out for Simmons to play. I believe Simmons dealing with a knee injury, but Maxi yesterday had a two X multiplier. So let's just say Maxi scores 30 points. Well, 30 is nowhere near 50, right? But he had a two X multiplier, so he gets 60 super draft points and basically outscores what would be a 50 point LeBron James day based on that, right? So that is a very good thing to know. Having projections, having an idea on that. Lineup construction, a little bit of ownership comes into it as well, randomness. So be sure to check all that out. People are winning a good amount of money over on Superdraft, it is getting sharper by the day. I will admit that it is getting sharper by the day when more people are going over there that are using projections. So the best time to get in is literally the present, right now, before it continues to get sharper. So check that out. Link down below. If you use my name Sal S A L, that will give you a free money bonus in a slow drip format, up to a thousand, a thousand dollar whiskeys. You get it as you play. Check it out. Thank you Superdraft for being the sponsor of the Tuesday video. So let's crank through some news. It's not as much, nowhere near as much as yesterday. And Then we have some top plays that we can get into and really spend most of our time on today. So in Brooklyn, Kyrie Irving is out again this is a personal issue they're saying that is related to the capital just him, him trying to process all of that uh, I don't know if this is clinical related I don't want to speculate anything like that but Kyrie Irving is going to be out again so what's that going to lead to more usage for Kevin Durant who went off in the last game without Kyrie Irving when he returned almost 60 fantasy points more usage for Karis LeVert right when they're staggered especially I thought you might see some more Chris minutes but he only saw eight minutes in the last game so just really trickling down a bunch of minutes to the rest of these guys Bruce Brown getting some minutes Joe Harris probably gets up into the 30s and that type of stuff because there's no Tyler Johnson either and that's been the case basically right now dealing with health and it seems like COVID so it is a little bit surprising to me that we have not really seen anything out of Chris Gioza because he's technically the only other point guard on this roster outside of a Karis Levert that you're seeing right now and in that last game he only played eight minutes shot 0-4 totally and then outside of that for Brooklyn you're just getting more stable minutes for guys like Landry Shamet for guys like Tarion Prince playing back-to-back minutes or games of 24 minutes Bruce Brown nothing major really there it just makes me like Kevin Durant yet again it makes Karis Levert just look decent at his price point you get down to Houston now you're gonna have due to health no Daniel House today and then a bunch of questionable tag. So John Wall at $7,400. I actually think he's a pretty fair play today. John Wall started the season off as like a $7,100 player, smashed the price point without James Harden, continued to smash out James Harden, but he's been good. He's gotten in the 40s multiple times with James Harden. He's basically matched James Harden or outscored him in two out of the last three games. And Harden remains over $3,000 more expensive, as he should be more expensive, but not by that wide of a margin. I do think that John Wall is closer to an $8,000 player. Now he's questionable with migraines. This is something that Steven Adams actually was dealing with, I believe, on Monday, but then that New Orleans game got canceled. So we don't have to see if he was going to be out or not. It was leaning that he was going to John Wall is somebody that has been fantastic overall in the season from a point per minute standpoint but if you're just looking at what he has done when you have James Harden on the court next to him this season he's only averaging 1.02 fantasy points per minute he is shooting the ball well 53% effective field goal rate 23% usage compared to Harden averaging 1.39 fantasy points per minute so they're kind of both cutting into each other and that makes sense you do have John Wall right now taking up a decent amount of impact to actually impact both of these players so just keep an eye on that some things that would change you also have Eric Gordon right now questionable with a leg injury if you didn't see any John Wall out there today they really don't have anybody else right Chris Chris Clemens is a, is a guard piece for them, a depth piece. He's not going to be out there today. So James Harden would just have to take on all the ball handling responsibilities. You'd probably see a little bit of a bump up for guys like Sterling Brown, for David Nawama, if Eric Gordon and John Wall were to miss, for guys like Ben McLemore. So just keep an eye on that. Some guys might become value plays. Maybe a David Nawaba, if he starts and sees the 30 plus minutes, becomes a value play, at just $3,300. But we're going to get into the value on the slate, value that's actually going to be starting and playing big minutes and getting usage because of just health reasons. Again, we're going to be talking about the Miami Heat, potentially the 76ers. So we can get into that. I'm not really trying to fish for value in any other spots today for the Lakers as every single slate goes you have LeBron James and Anthony Davis questionable they basically play the far majority of the time but they are going to miss some games this season so just keep a close eye on that Wesley Matthews also from the Lakers is out with an Achilles injury not much goes on there you just factor around some minutes to some other players Alex Caruso some other depth and guard pieces are going to be getting some more rum nothing crazy though you didn't have Wesley Matthews playing 30 minutes a night maybe play 20 a night with not high usage so it's not really going to impact too many players and now we get to some points that are actually going to open up a decent amount of value tonight and that is the Miami heat i literally have written down if you're watching on the youtube version as i'll scroll up so you can see the rest of the names on this injury report i literally have written down the miami heat because the miami heat team is dealing with some major issues today this is what's happening right now in miami as of right now, they do have eight players probable to play. They have one player questionable. All you need, based on the NBA rules, is eight players to be able to field the team. But the players that are already out are going to be impactful: Jimmy Butler, Bam Abayu, Goran Dragic. Arguably, their three best players: Avery Rowley, Mo Harkless, a new addition, Kendrick Nunn, and then two more depth pieces that normally are not going to play. So basically, who you have active today is Tyler Hero. So we're going to probably have interest there. Duncan Robinson, Andre Iguodala, Precious Achiuwa. Silva, Chris Silva, Max, I believe it is, Struss, and then guys who are questionable that are now probable, Kelly Olynyk and Gabe Vincent, the guy who is going to be questionable, and if he plays or not, it doesn't matter at this point because they already have eight bodies, but Myers Leonard. So yes, the entire team is basically out. You're going to see guys like Tyler Hero playing massive minutes with massive usage, Duncan Robinson, massive minutes with increased usage. I don't know how much more massive it can get for him, but then you're going to have pretty nice plays in Kelly Olynyk. Kelly Olynyk normally when he plays 24, 25 minutes, we're interested because of how good of a fantasy point per minute producer he is, and that's when he's playing at the four, next to Bam Adebayo, who's a good rebounding uh, center, who's a good overall passing center. Now he's going to have the ability to probably pay at the five. I think there's still a chance that they could start Chris Silva at the at the five and Kelly Olynyk at the four. And if that's the case, I have a lot of interest in Chris Silva as well. A guy who's averaging over a fantasy point per minute, historically over 1.1 fantasy points per minute in his NBA career. So yes, it should not shock anybody in here that you're going to be playing a lot of Miami guys today, as long as this game goes, right? As of right now, they have eight guys. If they don't have eight guys, the game gets canceled. Some news can break like an hour or two after you're watching this. We'll cover it on the live stream later today. So be sure to like, subscribe, and the notification bell so you can know of when we're going live taking advantage of those 4 p.m shows a lot of people getting into those around 600 700 people in those a day so i appreciate that let's even get that number up to a thousand so if you want to tune in for that i'll uh, just set your t- alarms right if it's like your last hour of work a commute home you're on your lunch break you're getting back from it on the west coast be sure to tune in get some more edumacation schmack across your face and just hang out with the fellows so yes miami 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 is going to be filled with value today so so the reasons that i don't want to be playing some other teams is when you can get miami guys that are going to be in the four thousand dollar range is their number two or three option on their team or you can get guys in the three thousand dollar range that are going to play mid to upper 20s if not 30s in minutes today with high fantasy point minute production like a kelly olenek i guess he's not as cheap or a chris silva right or some of these other guys who are going to potentially be in the starting lineup we will adjust our projections based on what we actually see in the starting lineup and yes i don't need to be taking shots on david nawaba to maybe play 25 minutes and maybe score 21 fantasy points when some other guys are literally going to project out for 28 to 30 fantasy points at the same exact price point today another big thing is that you have demar derozan out for a personal matter today and that's going to open some things up for Dejounte murray so far this season when derozan is off the court it's going to open some things up for a lot of these players in this team you saw in that last game a massive game 19 shot attempts i believe a season high for lonnie walker a massive game for him almost puts up 40 fantasy points you saw trey lyle start and play 35 total minutes and only score 20 fantasy points so that's a little bit of a concern in terms of what his per minute production is but so far this season in 107 minutes without demar derozan on the court you're getting a 27 percent usage rate out of dejounte murray in 1.22 fantasy points per minute the 1.22 fantasy points per minute leads the team lonnie walker in a very small sample so last game's going to overweight it not worth looking at too much 53 minutes 1.17 fantasy points per minute All so far 45 minutes a 31% usage rate without a DeMar DeRozan on the court and he gets one fantasy point per minute so my priority and we're going to get over there is DeShante Murray but there's a lot of spurs that are also offering some upside and value I didn't mention Keldon Johnson he's only averaging 0.8 fantasy points per minute as he has begun to struggle a little bit But that's only a small sample of 79 minutes with no DeMar DeRozan on the court Devin Vassell the rookie is going to be questionable with a knee nothing major there You're not getting too many minutes so far this entire season out of Mr. Devin Vassell Vassell has played 108 minutes averages 0.81 fantasy points per minute so far this season and at 11 usage rate. So nothing crazy there. You have Victor Oladipo who got six deals in that game and really came on late in the fourth quarter to get you over 42 fantasy points yesterday. Very good for his price point that he was at. I believe it was 6,900. Comes up $100 now to $7,000. Victor Oladipo looks good today if he plays, but he's a candidate for rest. He played 37 minutes last night. He's been playing massive minutes this entire season. He's been playing very good, but if Victor Oladipo ends up sitting, you probably see some more upside in that lineup in general for like an Aaron Holiday coming in. But again, probably not a value piece I have to get to. It just really gives more usage overall, assist percentage upside in scoring and usage to guys like Malcolm Brogdon, Demontis Sabonis, maybe a, a Doug McDermott who played 30 minutes in the last game can see a little bit more usage there. So keep an eye on Oladipo. If he's in at $7,000, I have no reason to not want to play him, right? He's a rest candidate though. So maybe they would pipe down his minutes from these 36 to 37 a night, at least 35 a night that he's been getting to the low 30s, especially if the game gets out of hand against Golden State. I would guess that they rest him today, right? Played massive minutes yesterday. They're saying they're going to rest him or questionable too. So why not just rest him? It's not like it's an injury. It's questionable for load management. So I guess that they would rest him today. But we can just check back in later today. And then Joe ingles is questionable with an Achilles injury today. There's a lot of people who can get some of that usage, whether it's Royce O'Neill, uh, whether it's Bojan Bogdanovich, whether it's Jordan Clarkson. So it can kind of get sprinkled a lot of ways. I think Clarkson could be the biggest beneficiary because every minute that he gets for that team on Utah, he's just a good fantasy point per minute producer. Averaging over 1.1 fantasy points per minute this year, averaging a little bit over a fantasy point per minute last year. If ingles is out. Even if that just gives Clarkson two more minutes, it could actually make him a viable gbp play today. So now we get on to our early interest. And I would like to ask you again, to please hit the like and the subscribe button. And our early interests are going to be fueled by our early projections right now. And our early projections you can find down below. And then really our final projections, probably by the time you're watching this, usually around like 10 a.m., 11 a.m., we finalize the projections. And then based on news, we will update them for any players that are out, for any players that are going to be limited, any players that are now active that we thought were going to be questionable or out. So be sure to check that out. Patreon.com backslash Sal underscore vetri underscore. Not only NBA, but the NFL as we finish off that year. Also golf this week. We're going to be having projections, rankings, super draft projections, ownership, a bunch of stuff for golf as well. We're going to be having a live stream later this week and/or a video. So be sure to keep an eye out on that in the golf DFS streets as we now have our first full field event for the 2020 Golf season and then maybe 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 some MMA stuff so if you know any MMA content creators out there that actually create quality content right they know what they're doing be sure to let them know about me that I'm looking for somebody that maybe can do some MMA videos I like personally covering the MMA I like personally watching the MMA I do projections for MMA on my own stuff might start putting them on Patreon as well but with the MMA season starting up this weekend maybe not by this weekend but for Conor's fight in another two weeks yeah be sure to uh, reach out to any MMA guys maybe I can get them to come in on the channel once a week smack you guys around with some education we can go from there maybe I'll start to reach out to some indie. Industry guys in the MMA streets could be pretty cool to partner up with some guys and do more collabs 2021 if you did not watch my business video already on 2021 be sure to check it out it's just a quick little video on my goals on some of the stuff in content creation as a business in general if you want to learn about that how it actually works how you can actually be very sustainable and very has a lot of upside and ceiling with it but one of my goals was to collaborate more with friends and collaborate more with people in the industry especially in areas that I do like and I do like the MMA a good amount I do like golf I did a collab yesterday with uh, Rick Gaiman on the First Cup CBS podcast CBS so be sure to check that out i can link that down below for you as well if you're interested even if you're not interested in golf you want to learn a little bit more that'll help you with the first event this week so starting it up in brooklyn right now the only guy that i really have interest in, in brooklyn because i do think that carol savert is appropriately priced the only guy i'm gonna have interest in is going to be mr kevin durant we saw in the last game it was a small one game sample but almost 60 fantasy points from durant without kyrie irving but that makes sense because kyrie Irving's averaging over 1.3 fantasy points per minute so far this season the sample that we have on kevin durant without kyrie irving is massively small right it's 57 minutes which basically that last game made up more than half of those minutes right so what you're getting, though, out of Durant is 1.57 fantasy points per minute. You're getting a 36% usage rate out of him. He's shooting 68% effective field goal rate. Not that many of those are close to the basket. He's actually not driving as much. I'm not sure if that's a little bit injury related in his head, but he's getting a 23% defensive rebounding rate and a 22% right now assist percentage. So in a very small sample of 57 minutes, basically a game and a half to two games, he's averaging a triple double at this point with high scoring upside either way he's still too cheap Kevin Durant as the number one scorer on your team without a Dimity out there obviously without a Kyrie Irving he is the OKC Thunder Kevin Durant right and even then he was having Russell Westbrook this is a guy who's going out there night in night out was a $10,400 player so I do think you're still getting some value there heading over to Cleveland we mentioned it on the live stream yesterday but Cleveland kind of under the radar signed Yogi Ferrell because they they had to use an injury exemption because they had no Matthew Dello who's had concussions you have no Dante Exum who's hurt Garland was hurt concept got hurt and scratched yet again so they had to have Yogi Ferrell play 10 minutes I think it's important to just keep that in mind when we're trying to look for value if people are still trying to hunt value in Cleveland I don't think it's there at this point but that Yogi Ferrell is now going to play enough minutes in games where they have not as many bodies that's not going to make him in play at 10 minutes or 12 minutes or 15 minutes and it's going to pull away from some other guys that you might have wanted to play but one of those guys that it won't really impact is Mr. Andre Drummond who now so far this year is averaging 1.45 fantasy points per minute we touched on this on the live stream yesterday it pays to get into those live streams you get a lot of tidbits but Andre Drummond is basically having the best usage of his entire career. And Andre Drummond at one point in his career was a $10,000 DraftKings player. So he is still undervalued. His price point comes down $100 as he scored another 47 fantasy points or 45 fantasy points yesterday. He is running the point at times, right? Colin Sexton got scratched yesterday. Now they're playing on a back-to-back. We'll see if Colin Sexton is in today. We'll see if Andre Drummond's even in today as he continues to play some pretty big minutes, played another 30 plus yesterday. But he is running the point right now on this team, averaging a 32% usage rate is leading the team and leading his career right now. A 16% assist percentage again leads his career highs and a 38 point 5% defensive rebounding rate Andre Drummond is at the top of the point yes he is controlling the offense more than he ever has a center a center that hangs around by the basket is absolutely insane you might be saying ah it's it's going to hurt his offensive rebounding chances no he's just setting up plays from the point and things like that but yeah right now he is dribbling the ball at the point guard spot his 32% usage is a career high and this is a spot where if this is going to be the case as long as he gets the minutes which has always been the question mark some games he's getting 37 or 41 minutes and some games he's getting 26 whether it's foul trouble blowouts whatever it might be because he still plays on not that great of a team Cleveland number one defensive efficiency rating right now in the NBA I don't think that's going to hold up but he's a big reason why that's happening so Drummond at $9,100 is definitely in play you can go with a it's definitely a pay-up standpoint right Kevin Durant and Andre Drummond but if we get enough value from Miami maybe some more value opens up from Philadelphia or some other teams today you have some right now with the Spurs yeah you can play a Drummond and a Kevin Durant right two $9,000 players unless we get some massive value you probably can't play two $10,000 players but who are you going to play James Harden LeBron James LeBron James questionable Harden really struggling as of late but you know if there's no John Wall some things can change there going over to Denver today Jamal Murray is just fine I I think he's just a GPP option for you if you are somebody who plays cash games he's not going to grade out as that great of a value play $6,900 in this matchup against Brooklyn he's just going to have nice one-on-one matchups he'll be facing Chioza he'll be facing Landry Shaman he'll be facing Joe Harris at times probably I think it's just nice matchups for a guy who's averaging just 0.9 fantasy points per minute so far this year I do think that Jamal Murray at some point is going to be above a $7,500 player $7,700 player once he starts averaging game in and game out over a fantasy point per minute like we know he can do he's getting a 22.5% usage rate right now on this team that's basically second when there's no michael porter jr on the court when there is no michael porter jr on the court and he's going to remain out as of right now unless some news changes we can cover that on the 4 p.m show but without michael porter jr on the court jamal murray's overall usage does increase to 24 percent his overall fantasy points per minute do go from 0.89 to 0.95 and i think that's only going to continue to get higher he's a nice gpp option because i think jamal murray on this slate with other guys in his price range that people probably want to get to tyler hero if that game plays today will definitely be one potentially john wall some other guys in that 6k range from uh, san antonio like Keldon johnson marcus aldridge even Dejounte murray for three and more, he's going to be absolutely unowned. And we know that Jamal Murray has a pretty massive ceiling in the 50, 60, 70 point range that comes out not often, but a decent amount of the time that if he's going to be one to 3% owned, you can play him on a six game slate for sure. We already talked about John Wall and how I think he's price at $7,400. He's definitely in early interest. Malcolm Brogdon is going to be in play for me. He's playing massive minutes, another 38 minute night for him, but I do think he's getting to the point where he's appropriately priced, but, 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 and this is a big whole booty. If you do have Victor Oladipo out today, a candidate for rest, it makes Malcolm Brogdon's $8,600 price point even better right? It's already, I think, appropriately priced, but it makes him maybe even undervalued at that price point because he's playing 38 to 40 minutes a night. He's played 40 plus minutes multiple times in the past couple of games. He's averaging a 30% assist percentage so far this year. 1.18 fantasy points per minute is second on the team only behind Mr. Demontis Sabonis. And if we take Oladipo off the court, which is going to reduce the sample to be pretty small because Oladipo has been playing a lot of minutes so far this season. But if we take Oladipo off the court, Malcolm Brogdon goes from a 1.18 fantasy point per minute producer to a 1.3. I repeat, a 1.3 fantasy point per minute producer with a 28. Percent usage rate, which is basically a virtual tie with bonus on the team, a 35% assist percentage, and a 17% rebounding rate. He basically becomes averaging a triple double usage in terms of what those rates are going to tell you. So, Brogdon with Oladipo on, fine play, has an upside to score you 50 plus. At the worst, is probably going to get you in the 40s with the minutes that he's playing. And if Brogdon is going to be playing without Oladipo, it's going to look really good for him. So bonus you could basically give the exact same reasons for. You get bonus averaging about 1.25 fantasy points per minute. He goes up to 1.35 without Oladipo on the court. He sees a 29% usage rate. He continues to to see a high assist and rebounding rate as well so both of those guys are in play right now i would take malcolm brogdon just for the positionality and the cheaper price point because you do have guys like andre drummond on this slate and some other centers that i think are actually going to be viable like a kelly olenik that we can get to in a second and we're basically there right now right we, we can talk about miami because miami is going to be important on this slate because miami has their entire team and most of their star players three of their top players definitely their two top players if you want to say goran Dragic versus tyler hero versus three and four whatever you want to say whatever floats your boat they're going to have a lot of players out today and tyler hero already plays the most minutes on this team he's already averaging 0.91 fan Fantasy points per minute. Here he already sees a 21% usage rate, so I'm going to assume that Tyler Hero is going to see over a 30% of usage rate today. I'm going to project him for well over a fantasy point per minute, probably over 1.1 fantasy points per minute. And at $6,700, I assume that Tyler Hero will be one of the top plays, if not the top play on the slate. Kelly Olinick Kelly O started off as questionable. He is now going to be probable for this game. Kelly Olinick also seeing big minutes, averaging a fantasy point per minute so far this season, a 17% usage rate. If Kelly Olinick plays anywhere near 30 minutes, which I think now, as long as he starts at $5,300, is very possible, it is still a tougher matchup against Philadelphia, but they are banged up. And down. Kelly Olenek also looks like a strong play. Duncan Robinson. Now, these are the guys that are, they're still underpriced, right? But they are at least a little bit more expensive. You're going to have guys like Precious going out there today being a decent option. Chris Silva, if he starts going out there today and you can get maybe 20, 24 to 26 to 28 minutes out of him at a very cheap price point in the 3K range. All these Miami players, as you'll see on the projections, we could talk about later on today after I finalize the projections. If they're only going to have eight or nine bodies today, yes, there's going to be like five or six of them in play and three or four of them are going to stand out as some top options. These are the ones that I would actually feel the most confident in as veteran players that actually have have a long sample size of them being productive players in the league and now as long as they're going to be getting usage bumps and even minutes bumps for some of them yes they're going to be look like guys that i'd like tyler hero kelly linick duncan robinson and if you see chris silver starting i think that also looks pretty good precious probably starts in this game looks fine if you're going to get 30 plus minutes as well we scroll down now to finish off the slate with some spurs but one player that we have to get to and oh, okay okay here we go here we go right so for the first five or six days of the show i was telling you that you know what sga is going to be a player that's literally going to be a nine thousand dollar player at some point pretty soon if not higher than that for you and sga is going to be scoring you 45 to 50 55 fantasy points a night, if not very soon, one day for you. And basically every single night over those five or six nights, and we're making a good amount of videos, he was scoring like 38 to 42 a night. And people are just like, oh my God, this guy keeps putting SGA on his list. We get it already, guy. Okay. So I, t- I started taking him off the list. And I was just telling you, play SGA because he's 78 to $8,000 and he's going to start scoring you 50 points. Well, you know what happened? SGA's shot finally started to fall because he's a good basketball player, although somewhat inefficient. His shot finally started to fall and he started to become more ball dominant than he already was. SGA has now scored 50 50 plus fantasy points if you have not been paying attention in three straight games for you in terms of DraftKings points. And SGA is still the play for me because he should be $500 to $1,000 more. In my opinion, we will take the price discount. We will take the price discount in a matchup where you're not going to see Derek White against him, where you're not going to be seeing DeMar DeRozan against him today against the Spurs in a matchup where he's averaging 26.5% usage rate, a 1.22. This is a guy who earlier this year was averaging like 1.1 fantasy points per minute. Now he's up to 1.22. And I think that number is going to continue to go upwards towards 1.3 fantasy points per minute. Over a 33% assist percentage so far this season. Yes, SGA has been fantastic. And SGA is going to be somebody at $8,000 that if you're building a middle balance line, Lineup. He should be really the second, maybe even the first guy in your lineup. SGA these past three games: 55 fantasy points on a letter of 16 shooting, 51 and a half on nine of 14 shooting, and 50.75 on seven of 17 shooting. He has been able to actually shoot efficiency, and he has been able to increase his overall volume. Earlier this season, he was shooting in a couple of games just 10 times per game. He was only shooting 29%. He was only shooting from the field 30%, right? And then he ends up starting to come out lately, shooting 42%, shooting 64 and 69%. These hot shooting nights are not going to continue, but as long as the volume stays up, even if he starts shooting eight of 16 again 50 i feel comfortable with that right i feel comfortable that he's going to be able to score me at eight thousand dollars 45 fantasy points are around there so sga more than in play for us and we can finish this up with the spurs now who if we want to go over to san antonio we kind of already went in depth on this what it's going to be looking like you can go down for more guys right if trey lyles does start again, he only scored 20 fantasy points in 35 minutes he's not a good fantasy for producer so if he doesn't start i have no interest i don't even know if he'll be in the rotation if he does start you can get there again because he has value but we already talked about where there's potentially some other value on the slate that we can get to so i could probably avoid that i do think that you can get to if you want to Lonnie Walker although his price point is up after a big game if there's no DeMar DeRozan he has been seeing more usage when that is the case but I like DeJounte Murray's ceiling I like Lamarcus Aldridge's ceiling and I think Keldon Johnson at $6,200 is a little bit underpriced here especially with no DeMar DeRozan has been struggling lately but on the season Kelden Johnson has still played the second most minutes on this team only behind DeJounte Murray he's averaging 0.97 fantasy points a minute on a 20% usage rate that stuff actually goes down with the DeRozan off the court but again it's a small sample size of like a game and a half DeJounte Murray would be my favorite play from San Antonio then Lamarcus Aldridge and then it's kind of a coin flip I'd probably go 3-A, Keldon Johnson, 3-B, Lonnie Walker. If you're interested in Trey Lyles, if he starts again, can't talk you off of him. He'll grade out as a decent value, but not something that I want to prioritize today. Some other things to touch on is just the Philadelphia 76ers. We need more news. We have no updates, and I don't think we're going to be getting an update. It's already We already know that you're not going to be seeing Seth Curry for a little while. He did test positive for COVID, but guys like Tobias Harris, guys like Shake Milton, Furkan Korkmaz, uh, Matisse Theibel, these guys, we have no news if they're playing today. They weren't playing yesterday because of COVID reasons. I assume one or multiple of them have COVID, or they're at least waiting on results. So odds of them playing today seem to be pretty doubtful or slim or questionable at very best but we do not have any news right now so it's kind of a big shrug emoji we do know that at least they're saying that they're expecting Ben Simmons to play so that hurts the upside of guys like Joel Embiid's overall ceiling that hurts the overall ceiling and really just usage in general of Tyrese Maxey now you're actually starting to see a normal starting lineup out there with Ben Simmons a Danny Green they could even put Maxey at the two and put Danny Green at the three you might see still Mike Scott starting at the four which if you've been seeing anything out of Mike Scott he does not look like he's in basketball shape he does not look like a good basketball player as you can see if you watch any of that game yesterday or really since he's been playing so far this season and now he's coming off of an injury so as appealing as a lot of the Sixers guys were yesterday Ben Simmons coming back and playing 35 minutes now is going to ruin a lot of that for their overall usage and upside I don't want to be playing Isaiah Joe I don't want to be playing Matthias right I don't want to be playing these guys at this point so that's why you're not seeing a lot of them mentioned sure you can get to Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons if you want to there's no Tobias Harris still out there there's no Seth Curry still out there and some of these other guys that might pick up some usage but in my opinion their price points are where they should be for the insertion of Ben Simmons now if Ben Simmons is out again then yeah Maxi looks good yet again you can start to pick off some of these value pieces. I would prefer a lot of the value since it's not already priced up like it's starting to become priced up in Philly. This is now their third game playing uh, handicapped, if you will, or playing just with less men compared to it being Miami's first game when the salaries are already out before all this news. So you're getting all the value in the world on Miami. The prices are not yet up there. So thank you for tuning in to the Tuesday show. We will be live at 4 p.m. East Coast time. Look out for an, a golf video that might be out later today. If not later today, then definitely on Wednesday. Some NFL content as the week goes on. We will have NBA live streams every single day during the week at 4 p.m. Actually, not on Friday. I actually have a flight on Friday. So Monday through Thursday at 4 p.m we'll have projections throughout the weekend, the weekend as well so be sure to check all that out thank you for tuning into the show be sure to hit the like and subscribe button before you go and tune in for the 4 p.m live stream let's try and get that number to 1,000 that will be our goal right, right now we've had it around six or 700 if we can get it to 1,000 live concurrent viewers that would be fantastic so see you all then thank you for tuning in check out patreon for more exclusive content and more tools to help you win and support the sponsor of our show which is a fun game to be playing super Draft that is actually profitable for you if you're throwing your dollars away over on DraftKings, i'm telling you if you actually play super Draft properly and prioritize it promo code sal sal free money bonus up to $1,000 It will be very beneficial for you. Thank you, everybody. And I'll see you later today.